Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for listening in to our live broadcast. I am Jason DeMars, and I'll be teaching today on uh, parenting, marriage and parenting tips, looking at the husband's responsibility. I want to remind everyone, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please contact me at jasondemars.com. And if you're listening in live, let us know. Uh, send us your greetings and let us know where you're listening in from. want to be able to greet each one of you that's on now. And just remind you, if, you, if, there's, if there's any uh, prayer needs, I, I really would like to know. I'd really like to pray for you. I don't mean that I'll be praying for you live, although I certainly can do that. But um, that we'll pray, I'll pray with you um, uh, privately as you, as you bring that request. I will lift it up to the Lord and uh, follow up with you as well. So with that said, just uh, going to get right into our subject this morning. The husband's responsibility for oneness. The fulfillment of a husband's role in marriage leads to oneness. First of all, the husband has to accept God's design for marriage and not just accept it, but live it. God has has designed a divine order of responsibility in marriage. God has designated the husband as the head of the relationship, and he cannot forego that position of leadership and hand it over to his wife. That's, that's unscriptural, and it brings damage in the relationship. Ephesians 5.23, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is also the head of the church being the savior of the body, Ephesians 5.23. God has given the wife to the husband to be his helper in the relationship. Genesis 2.18 says, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him, a help meet for him. God has designed the husband and the wife to be interdependent. 1 Corinthians 11, 11 says, However, in the Lord, neither is the woman independent of man, nor is man independent of woman. You're supposed to, you're in a, your relationship, you're supposed to mutually complete one another. Uh, in other words, the wife brings attributes um, to the marriage, that the husband doesn't have. The husband brings attributes to the marriage that the wife doesn't have. And between the two of them coming together as one, they complete each other. God has designed the husband and the wife with equal value. Different roles, but equal value. Galatians 3.28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. God has designed the husband and the wife, the 
God has, I should say, God has provided the husband and wife with the power to fulfill his design through surrender and continual dependence on the Spirit of God. John 15, verse 5 says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. God has designed the husband-wife relationship to be a living picture of the relationship between Christ and the church. You are to be a reflection of the image and likeness of God. When he made man in his image and likeness, in the very beginning he said, I made them male and female. So male and female together complete the image and likeness of God. So the first thing was to accept God's design for marriage and live God's design for marriage. And the next is to love, for a husband is to love like the Savior. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Ephesians 5.25 Love is based on an act of the will. It's not based on passing feelings. Our emotions go up and our emotions go down. Marriage, love, is a covenant between a man and a woman. You're committed to her for life. You're committed to work at loving her for the rest of your life. Colossians 3.19 says, Husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Love is sacrificial action, not good intentions. Love, as the book by Bob Goff says, love does. Love acts upon the Word of God and does what is needed for the other person. Uh, Brother Kenny and Sister Janelle Roberts are listening in from Antigua. God bless you. Thank you for listening in, and I certainly will keep you both in prayer. The Lord bless your relationship and your walk with Him. Love is given in obedience to Christ, not in response to our spouse's performance. It's not, well, they, they disappointed me, they hurt me, so now I have the right to withhold love from them. No. You love because Christ loves you. You love others because he commands you to, not because they deserve it. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He loved us while we were still sinning. And the same needs to go for us to our spouse. We love no matter what, unconditionally. Love is expressed verbally, and in actions. Love involves self-denial. Uh, I want to back up to that. Love is expressed verbally and in actions. Men, don't let your love to your wife go unexpressed verbally. Don't just say, I love you, but say why you love her. Speak about the, the attributes about her that uh, specifically the reason why you love her. Um, and then put it into action. Do 
do kind, do acts of kindness, do get her little gifts, uh, serve her, help her in the in the kitchen, help her with laundry, do little things, write write notes and leave them in the car or leave them in the fridge, little sticky notes, uh, expressing your love, buy her flowers. Um, do little things day by day that expresses your love to her. When, when you love your wife sacrificially, you model the relationship between Christ and the church to your family and the world. Christ loved us sacrificially. He gave himself for us that we might be saved and delivered from evil. And we need to love our, our wife with that same kind of love. Love's goal is the building up and enrichment of a wife. Ephesians 5, 28 through 30 says, So husbands ought also to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also does the church, because we are members of his body. A husband's love should nourish his wife by encouraging and enabling her to grow and develop her gifts and abilities. Your love for your wife should draw out of her the very best. A husband's love should cherish his wife by responding to her needs as a valued gift from God. A wife feels cherished when her husband communicates with her. A wife feels cherished when there is romance in the relationship. A wife feels cherished when her husband is trustworthy. A wife feels cherished when her husband makes her load lighter, not heavier. This is important. Communicate, romance, trustworthy, give her a lighter load. I think these things are critical to put into action. Communicate. Don't just think and think and think and think about, I'm going to get a new job, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then just spring it on her. No, walk with her through this process. We all struggle with that. We all, as men, like to think deeply, not speak about it, and then say, oh, this is what we're doing. I don't know why we do that, but it always backfires, even if it's a good thing it hurts your wife. Why does it hurt your wife? Because she wants to be communicated with from the beginning of the process in your mind to the end. She wants to know what's happening. She wants to be a part of your life. That's why you got married, right? To be a part of your life, not to independently think and think and think and then do, and then just act upon it without her input and without talking about it. It's important. Romance. It doesn't need to be some grand, huge gesture, although that's nice. But little things that express that she's not just your friend or just um, a body that you use, but that she means something special, that she's some something important in your life that you love 
in a different way than you love everyone else. A wife feels cherished when her husband prays with her and sets a godly example. Pray together on a daily basis. Talk about prayer needs and communicate with each other. Set time aside to talk and to pray. A husband's love should be expressed as he seeks to more fully understand his wife. You say, there's always a statement that men just can't understand their wives, but I think that's unscriptural. 1 Peter 3, 7 says, You husbands likewise live with your wives in an understanding way, as with a weaker vessel, since she is a woman, and grant her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. Live with your wives in an understanding way. You can understand your wife. Yes, she thinks differently than you, but that doesn't mean she's completely illogical. No, she just has a different way of approaching things, and you need to learn how to understand her. A wife feels understood when her husband prays with her in making key decisions. A wife feels understood when her husband considers her needs, values, and preferences. A wife feels understood when her husband listens without trying to fix her problems. That's key. As men, when we talk about a problem, we always talk about fixing the problem. When a wife, when your wife, she's not incapable of fixing it, sometimes the problem is there's so many thoughts that she has going on at once that it stresses her out. As men, we can't understand that. We, we think about one thing at a time, and then we have these times where we think about nothing and we love it. A woman can't think like that. She can think about multiple thoughts, uh, dozens of thoughts going on at the very same time. We think about this thing, then this thing, then this thing, then this thing. She's, she has 12 tabs open. And sometimes the problem is not that she can't figure out how to fix the problem. The problem is that she has all these thoughts. She needs to get it off her chest, so to speak. So just listen. Just listen, as we talked about. Listen to understand. Ask clarifying questions. Uh, and don't try to solve her problem. If she's, when she's done speaking about it and you understand, just say, is there anything I could do to help you? She might say no. She might say you already have. She might say yes, can you do this? But let her guide that and don't force what you think should be done on, t- on her. Lead like a servant. Leadership in marriage is based on divine placement, not superior abilities. Leadership in marriage is based on Christ's example, not the world's example. The, Christ's example is to serve and to lay down his life. The world's example is to rule over. That's not godly leadership. Leadership includes providing the material needs of your family. A husband should sharpen his skills as a money manager, as a godly steward. A husband should be aware of the material needs of his wife and his children. Leadership involves taking the initiative in meeting needs. Leadership involves providing for your wife's spiritual needs. 
A husband leads his wife spiritually through selfless service. A husband leads his wife spiritually by modeling godly character. A husband leads his wife spiritually by initiating time together in God's word. A husband leads his wife spiritually by regularly praying with her. A husband leads his wife spiritually through active involvement in a local church. Caution. Abdicating or abusing your responsibilities as a husband to love, lead, and care for your wife is taken seriously by God. If you abdicate it, God will not hear your prayers. Just want to greet uh, Sister Mai. Thank you for listening in. God bless you. And um, Brother Rafi, God bless you. Thank you for listening in. A husband is never called to force his wife to follow his leadership. Instead, he's challenged to earn this response by being a man of integrity, compassion, and competence. Remember, a leader is a lover, and a lover is a leader. We don't lead through constraining people to follow us. We lead by living in such a way that people will rejoice in following us. In summary, husbands, seek, your, seek oneness with your wife by accepting God's design for marriage, by loving your wife sacrificially, by accepting the responsibility to lead in your marriage, and provide, by providing spiritual leadership in your marriage. As you seek to understand your wife and attempt to meet her needs in loving ways, you'll be able to lead with credibility and integrity and she will feel cared for and highly esteemed. Remember, God has designed a husband and a wife to fulfill their roles and responsibilities through dependence on his spirit and his word. And I'll add, you're to fulfill your responsibility in marriage not based on the worthiness of your spouse, but based on your love for God. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know by contacting me at jasondemars.com. Please remember to like and share this video. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to our video. We certainly appreciate that. May the Lord richly bless you.